Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world, bringing you hidden truths about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready to free your mind. Welcome to Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple. The show will take you to the outer limits of your mind and to the inner limits, the true final frontier. Our theme for this show is evolution of the supermind. I began working at NASA at 17 years old when we put people in space, which we called back then the final frontier. But at 19 years old, while at NASA, and a student at the University of Maryland, studying math and physics, and I started to take some psychology classes, I discovered that you can link all these fields together, and that if the mind is an energy field that transcends the physical brain, then the true final frontier is inner space, the exploration of the true powers of mind. And we're just on the forefront of that exploration because it is vast. So our mission is to take you to the true outer limits of inner space. Think about that, the outer limits of inner space. Our motto for this show is Supermind, Superbody, Superspirit. In today's chaotic world, there's a revolution sweeping the globe about who we are and what we are doing here. A mind revolution is changing everything. Whole new theories of mind that turn old science on its head. Old science is three-dimensional and limited to the physical senses. We're developing new models of science that consider N dimensions as N, the letter N, approaches infinity. And today we have a great guest, Glenn Park, who wrote a tremendous book about chakra healing and talking about new theory. She has information in this book, which is mind-blowing, in which amazingly parallels many scientific theories and links a lot of fields together. Glenn, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me on your show. Well, thank you very much for being here. For our listeners, you're calling all the way in from, from England. And thanks so much for being on the show. It's really a great honor to have you here. I read your book and really enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Can we start out, please, by having you tell our audience how you got started on your journey in life, which led you to where you are right now. Please go ahead. Okay. Well, um, I, I, interestingly, because you have a scientific background, and then moved into psychology. I mean, I did study maths and physics at, at what we call A-levels, and then went to university and studied philosophy and physics, and then wondered what I know. I dropped the, I dropped the, the maths um, at the end and didn't quite know what to do with myself with a degree in philosophy. 
and, and I worked in the theatre for ten years, writing, script writing and acting. And it was at the end of ten years that I realised I had to leave because I felt ill and burnt out. I was lucky enough to get an Arts Council grant to visit the States and look at theatre, small theatre companies like the one I'd been in in England in the States. And I travelled around the States for four months looking at these theatre companies. It was a wonderful time. I ended up in California where a friend suggested I have a psychic reading. This was the, you know, the beginning of the New Age movement um, and it was much busier and more active in the States than it was in the UK. So I was a bit confused and sceptical and didn't know what on earth was going on, but I went along and the clairvoyant that I saw uh, recognized that I was not a confident believer in what she was doing, but she looked at my aura and chakras and said, well, I'm astonished because actually you're very psychic. And because you don't know how to look after your energy mechanism, your psychic mechanism, you're, you're, you're getting ill, you're picking up negative energy. Well, she was right about that. That was the burnout. But um, I came back to the UK and had decided to train as an Alexander Technique teacher. Do you know what an Alexander Technique, you know what the Alexander Technique is, or shall I briefly explain it? Well, yes, I've read about that. Please tell our audience what that is. It's really a fascinating Yes, I'll just approach. say, I mean, it's, it's a very hands-on technique where we teach people how to move in a way that keeps them healthy and strong. So the focus is on the body. We, we teach principles of movement, and we work also with our hands, gently releasing unnecessary muscle tension as well in telling people how to sit, how to stand, how to walk, how to run, how to play a musical instrument, or whatever the movements are that they need to learn um, in order to manage their bodies in the best possible way. And um, in the training, you get lots and lots of this gentle hands-on work. And my psychic world just opened up, and I began to see auras and have very powerful psychic experiences and realized that I needed to discover more about all this, so I began training in psychic development, and that's when I first heard about the chakras. Um, but then at the end of my training, I came over to the States again to help run the course on the Alexander Technique and um, made contact with the clairvoyant I'd spoken to three years before and asked her what I should do next, and she said, get in touch with the person who trained me, which I did, and I was lucky enough, he had a free week, and he gave me a week's intensive training in his understanding of the chakras, and he was a very brilliant clairvoyant. Unfortunately, he's no longer in this earth realm with us. Um, and, he, and it was really what he taught um, that set me off on an understanding of the chakras that was much deeper and more powerful than I'd learned in England. And at the end of the week, he said, I really think you ought to be focusing on working with the chakras because um, I think you're going to do something quite important. And I think he was talking about this book that I've just written. I think he saw that book coming into being, and it's a lot of what I've put in the book is based on his initial teaching about the chakras having these different levels of depth. So the chakras link to a physical part of the body, but they're not physical. 
they link to the psychological level, the psychic level, and the spiritual level of our consciousness. It, they, yes, and he taught that. So um, it, it was a very special time in America twice that I learned such a lot that affected the rest of my life. I, I came back and taught as an Alexander teacher, but I found that this gentle work that I was doing with my hands, releasing muscles, would sometimes bring up a memory, a, a trauma memory of some physical thing that had caused a problem in that part of the body, or somebody might burst out crying when the when the muscles released. So it, it, the muscles seem to contain a lot of our emotional memory. And, um, and as, as a result of that, I started to suggest I work with the chakras as well, so I could work at that more emotional and psychological level. And that resulted in me developing chakra healing therapies, the, the therapy that I've written the book about. And that's, that, you know, that was 30 plus years of work on the chakras and the Alexander technique. So that's the story, really. Yes. Now, that really is fascinating. We first started to have, I know these are very personal, and only if you want to speak about, you talked about some of those psychic experiences you were having. It sounds like you had some some really powerful initial experiences there. Yes. Tell us about those. Well, I mean, some of the lovely experiences, I mean, I certainly was picking up thoughts of people when I was with them. Yes. And then I was seeing auras. Uh, when I worked with people, I could see their aura. And also, because I'd been trained by this clairvoyant in America, and I was giving aura, I was giving chakra readings to people, and people were saying, that's really helpful, because he tra that's what he trained me to do in that week. Um, the bad experiences, well, one of the most powerful was that I was, I was in, the, in, in a group session in my training as an Alexander teacher, and we were all told to just lie on the floor and describe what was arising in consciousness. Now, this, is, this was quite unusual. It was an unusual request. And I picked up quite quickly that, that people were feeling a bit anxious about this, this experiment that was being tried. And so I said that. I said, I can feel a lot of fear in the room. Well, nothing much happened, but there, there was this kind of not a terribly comfortable conversation going on amongst the students. There'd be about uh, 12 of us in the room lying down. And um, after about five or ten minutes, I, I said, I'm still feeling there's a lot of anxiety around. At which point, my whole body began to shake and, and convulse, actually. And I got up and went out of the room and went to another place in the building and sat down and I thought, that was not me. What had happened was that people were irritated with me for saying it again and they were just pushing some cross negative energy towards me and I got that big time. I, it, it was extraordinary. I was quite out of control. When I came back in the room, one of the teachers said, stay on the edge of the room. You know, you were picking up a lot of energy there and, and of course I was. So that was quite an unpleasant experience that made me realize I, I needed to take care of myself better. And, and another unpleasant experience was uh, when I was in my flat on my own and I was feeling upset about something or other 
and I heard a voice that said that said, if you carry on like this, you'll do yourself in. I didn't like that at all, and I said, go away. I do not want to hear you again. And it did. It never, never happened again. Um, but it was a very loud, clear voice, and, and you know, not... I mean, obviously, I could have been at the beginning of a psychotic breakdown in medical terms, but I felt I was being told something, possibly by a lower astral. It didn't seem very helpful. Um, but that, that was one of the negative experiences. I'd had a lot of lovely, positive experiences. I had a lovely experience later when I was looking for a house to buy, and I'd looked at lots and lots of houses, and I looked at this particular house, and it needed a lot of work doing on it. But I came away from that house and a deep voice again said, you must buy this house. And I did, and it was a very good move. So, yes, yeah, so those are the sort of things that have happened. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk to a lot of folks on their show, and some people make the point that, of course, angels are always there with us, speaking to us as well. And as you raise your consciousness in various ways and ask for help or guidance, some angels might be speaking to you. I think that's happened at times. Yes. I think the second voice was a very, I mean, I, I actually think it was a guide, yes, but the second voice, I sort of recognize it from other situations. I think the first voice, I was going through some difficult times, and I'm not sure that was a helpful voice. But I, I, I fortunately, because I trained in psychic work, I knew I could tell the voice to go away, and it did. Because I think if you get tested with a voice that's suggesting negative outcomes, it's not helpful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's a thing about putting energy around you. Many people make the point that as you build a, a white light energy field around you at all times, yes, it protects you right. from negative forces. Yeah. 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 This was yeah. in the early stages before I before I um right. started training. That that was before I did any training at all in psychic development that I got that negative voice and I got that shaking. Mm -hmm. That was what made it was those negative experiences that made me realize that I needed to train and get some control over this. Mm-hmm. That's mm -hmm. yes, really interesting. Of course, these ideas go back, as you mentioned in your book, thousands of years, back to the yes. Hindus and ancient yoga and Sanskrit. was talked about these concepts. But in those days, they didn't have the scientific terminology we have today. So today's research in quantum physics and so forth and quantum field psychology just talking more and more about these energy fields and how they work and connect together and how they all make perfect sense in terms of a scientific theory. So it's not just a big split between science and spirituality, but they're all bonded together. They're all one. And you make that yeah. point in your book talking about how each energy field of chakra works. Yeah, please go ahead. I'm sorry, could you repeat the question? Well, you talk about in your book how the energy fields of the chakras, and the chakras are very interesting energy fields which have all kinds of connections. You talk about, for example, there's a gut brain. We know that uh, it has very, very oh, yes. powerful connections yes. to the body. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Yes, well, we, we um, I mean, one of the things I say, um, just to preface that, is that we do know from the Einstein equation that mass converts to energy, and we know from quantum theory that, that the mind converts to energy. So if we start to look at everything as energy, we can learn a lot more about ourselves. Um, in, in terms of this science, we have a heart brain. This, is studied, this has been studied by the HeartMath Institute in the US. 60% um, 
percent of our heart cells are neural cells with axonal and dendritic connections, just like in um, in the in the head brain and with neurotransmitters. You know, just like a small brain about the size of a cat's brain in the heart, and in the guts, in the digestive system, we have about 500 million nerve cells. There's nerve cells embedded throughout our intestine, and both these, um, they both also produce endocrine, these, these brains, the gut's brain and the heart brain, and they both operate fairly autonomously. They, they send a lot more messages to the brain than they receive from it. It's not the brain controlling them, it's really them informing the brain so the brain can get the overall picture of everything that's going on, the head brain. So because the heart brain links to our heart chakra, and what um, the Heart Mass Institute have discovered is that the heart gives off an electromagnetic field that's about three foot away from the body. And when we have heart-based emotions like uh, appreciation, gratitude, unconditional love, um, feeling conscious of the beauty of nature or of people, all the love ideas, that, that electromagnetic field expands and is measurable. So the aura that we talk about in Eastern medicine it is there, you know, being proved by the electromagnetic field that surrounds us. We also know that our electromagnetic fields affect other people. So that's an example of what was happening when I got the shakes, when everybody got a bit cross with me in the group. Um, you know, I was being affected by all their magnetic fields. They were saying, oh, yes. do stop talking about being frightened. You know, energetically, they were sending me that message. Um, mm -hmm. So our, we, we can affect other people through the state of our own electromagnetic field. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. Also, yeah. the heart produces an endocrine called oxytocin, which we call the bonding of a love hormone, and that links to the psychology of the heart chakra. And the, and the digestive system produces over 95% of serotonin, which is our feel-good hormone. And that links to the sacral chakra, which is the chakra that I call the inner child. It's the part of us, it's dominant during childhood. And it's the part of us that um, wants to feel loved, wants to feel happy, is wanting to creatively, spontaneously explore the world around us and feel that they belong within the family and so on. So it's, it's very much about wanting to feel good, the motivation of the second chakra. And it, there, in that area of the body, we produce the serotonin. So these links between what the deep introspective spiritual teachers of the East discovered and the Western science is discovering are showing very strong parallels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really amazing that each one of the chakras has so much power influences our system. You talked about how in early childhood, for example, the impacts upon the base chakra and the sacral chakra and so forth Programming is worked into an like energetic programming, which then influences us for the rest of our lives. And they yeah. don't only really get into how parallels various psychological periods. It's a whole new look well, at. How, yeah, go ahead. Yes. 
Uh, well, I mean, the, the, we're, we're programmed. The base chakra is programmed at birth and in, in the womb, as fetus in the womb at birth, and in the first year or two of life, it's, it's dominant and is programmed. And then this, it competes with the sacral chakra, which is the child chakra I've just discussed. And then in adolescence, we move to the young adult. Uh, that, that's, this is the third chakra is dominant during young adulthood. And at this point in life, young people start to think about what kind of a person they want to be, what kind of a life they want to have. And they, more than anything, they want to feel good about themselves. They want to have self-esteem. And at, at this point, it becomes much more complex thinking and mental and judging what they want to be. More delayed gratification rather than um, rather, rather than um, the instant gratification of the child. So you get these these three lower chakras together producing the the separate self, the ego. The the wounds of those areas can be healed through um, the heart chakra opening and expanding. So there is potential to heal that programming through compassionate love that we can give to the lower chakras, through the heart chakra. Yeah. Yeah, what well, really is amazing is lower chakras create the early programming, and the heart chakra takes in more. It can heal those lower chakras, plus profoundly influences the higher chakras, which we'll get to. And folks, we're here today with Glenn Park in a fascinating book about chakra healing, which is really, really a fascinating read. It's a nice, I would call it polymath integration. Polymath means we integrate many different fields and pull them together, which you've done so nicely in this book. And really makes makes a brilliant characterization of who we are as human beings and spiritual beings. So, folks, stick with us. We'll be back in a few minutes. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We'll take a break for our sponsors. We'll be right back. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure, from outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks. Lots of quality and lots of specials. To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. 
A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery, a powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Remember, Positive Impacts, www.healthylife.net. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We have Glenn Park. Did a great, great job on your book, Shock for Healing. Really a fascinating, fascinating read. Glenn, how you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Great, great, great. Welcome back. I wanted to start this segment with talking about, you mentioned in your book, the idea that each chakra has various seed sounds which help to inspire and increase the energy field of the chakra. Can you please tell us more about that? Seed sounds. Well, I'm not an expert on seed sounds. I actually have a friend who is, and he's written a book, The Seed Sounds of the Chakras, and he runs courses and teaches people how to use these seed sounds to stimulate and, and help each chakra. But I'm an amateur on this, I'm afraid. I don't think I've got a lot I can tell you about that. Um, no, just, I can tell just you. Sorry, I, can tell you I was going to say what I can tell you that's linked to the Hindu tradition is the it's the Sanskrit name and its meaning for each of the chakras and um, and that gives you a clue to the psychology it's very it's very interesting the way the names of the chakras that uh, the Indian gurus chose are so appropriate would you like me to mm-hmm. do that okay. yeah sure go ahead let's just go through the basic seed sounds that you have in your book perhaps for each one of the chakras. For example, the um, higher is like OM. Everybody knows the word, the sound of OM, A-U-M or O-M, which is for the yeah. higher chakras, crown chakra, and so forth. And then moving down, please tell us the others. Okay. Um, I'm not going to be able to do this, Homer. I don't think so. I put the seed sounds in each chapter. Have I? Oh, yes, I've done them here. Good. So the root chakra is LAM. The facial chakra is Vam. The solar plexus chakra is Ram. The heart chakra is Yam. The throat chakra is Ham. And the eye or brow chakra is Om. And the crown chakra is Silent, which is, I mean, this has come from um, one of the earliest English translations of the, of the, um, Indian system that was produced at the turn of the 19th century, 19th, 20th century. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so the silence is what's needed for the crown chakra to open. Okay. Well, I've been, I've been experimenting with that since reading your book and doing those intonations while visualizing each chakra. It really is an amazing effect it gives you. It does stimulate the energy, which helps the overall energy field of the body. 
I'm sure you it found does. that in your work. It does. I'm, yeah. I, I, yes, I, it's something that I should do more of, actually. I, I confess to not being an expert in this. <laughs> That's okay. But it really is a fascinating thing. And uh, yeah. I know some big yogis, we've talked to various yogi experts on here who talk about you're doing various breaths and yoga traditions of the breath of fire while visualizing certain chakras and, of course, and telling certain sounds, which really helps to stimulate their activity. There's also yeah. various metaphysical groups going back thousands of years which teach the same thing, that there are certain key sounds, keynote sounds, which stimulate and bring to light the chakras and bring it into your life, help create better health, better balance, better well-being, and much more connection with what you mentioned before with the psychic-type experiences. So you do pick up other people's thoughts. You do feel yeah. their energy. And, of course, we can also influence them by projecting our very positive energy to them. I'm sure that's part of your work. Yes, yes. Um, uh-huh. Do you want me to talk about that? Sure, please. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm, I, I suppose the best thing is I can, I can give you an example of some ways in which I've worked with clients with the, the chakras. Um, I mean, I had a young man come to me who wanted to become a good flamenco dancer. And unless you want me to speak particularly about spiritual development, is that what you were asking for me? Sure, yeah, please. Yeah. So move more into the spiritual development. Okay, so yeah. um, one of the things that I did was with was working with drama students, actually, and we were working at the psychological level, and we went through all the chakras together, working on their own particular chakras and what was working well and what wasn't. And then they applied it to character. But out of that, one or two of the students began to really develop spiritually because they understood themselves better. They understood what consciousness was about, and they were able to deepen. The, the, the strongest way to, to move into the spiritual level is through the heart chakra. Um, it's, it's the um, door, it's the doorway to the spiritual level of the chakras. If the heart chakra is not flowing well, the upper chakras just reflect the woundedness of the lower chakras. But when the heart opens, it, it has a two, it's like has a two-way gaze. It can gaze down on our woundedness of the lower chakras and upwards to the um, spiritual potentials of the upper chakras. And as the heart expands, as that electromagnetic uh, wave is increasing, the spiritual energy comes down from above. So we have a two-way flow of energies. We have a flow coming up from the earth, through our feet, through our legs, into the body, up through the spine and the body and out through the top of the head. And we've got a downwards flow from above into the head, down, and this is our spiritual energy. And it's always flowing down through us, but we're not able to use it and act upon it until we really get the heart chakra flowing and expanding, and then that flow becomes much stronger. When that happens, the, the throat chakra, um, the, the Sanskrit word for this, is purified, and we start to purify ourselves and lose all the problems of our woundedness. We lose the false self, the adapted self that we've created to fit into the world, and we develop the true self. We start to speak from a true
true voice. And then the um, moving up to the eye chakra, this is where we really start to develop our ability to influence the world through the power of intention. The, the eye chakra is where we have our vision of the world, our, our wisdom about the world. And with the spiritual energy, it becomes very, very powerful. We can send out very positive intentions to the world. And we know this also has been investigated scientifically. Um, there have been groups of meditators, 5,000 meditators, uh, and at one point 7,000 meditating on bringing peace to a city in the U.S., and the crime rates dropped significantly. So there's experiments going on all the time to discover the, the power of intention. Um, of, there's been a lot of healing occur. And, um, and then going up to the crown chakra, we have the potential for enlightenment, for non-dual consciousness. Mm -hmm. now, it really is amazing that as we balance those chakras and bring up the energy from the earth and also down from spiritual levels, so it focuses on the heart, which is a very powerful magnetic field. And I think that, of course, they've measured, like you mentioned, heart math is I'm missing those folks. was at the sand convention out in California in 2018. There's some great research on that. You know, the heart gives off a very powerful electromagnetic field and probably gives off energies and spiritual levels which are far more powerful once those are awakened. So folks yeah. are here today with Glenn Yeah. Pardon me a second. So folks here today with Glenn Park and her fascinating book on chakra healing. Really a, a fascinating read, I highly recommend it. We're gonna take a break here for a moment for our sponsors, folks. So stick with us, we'll be right back. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Here's a fun, stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind, stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. Overcome your problems with this step-by-step -step guide. So get Eight Days to Creative Power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. 
It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Welcome back, Dr. Ryan Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Today we have a great guest, Glenn Park, talking about her fascinating book, Shocker Healing, which is really a brilliant read. She did a brilliant job putting together many disparate ideas, making it very, a very easy read, yet very, very powerful. So, Glenn, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. It's lovely to be with you. Thank you. It's great to have you here today. It's really our honor. And can we start off this segment by talking about chakra imbalances, because these really fascinatingly tie into personality disorders, something which fascinated me many years ago when I was in graduate school reading about these and so forth. There's 11 basic types by the Milan theory, and you talk about some of those in your work where, for example, if there's imbalances in the lunar Ida channel, it can make a person more what we call codependent. There's imbalances mm-hmm. on the right, the pingala, can make a person more narcissistic, as an example. I'm sure that there are many, many other correlations of chakra imbalances which produce various personality disturbances. Can you tell us more about that, please? Yes. Well, maybe I'll start at the base chakra. Um, uh, but one of the uh, case studies I do in the book is about a, a nice young woman who came to see me. Uh, from She was living in Sweden, so she could only come for one session. She was very concerned because although she was a perfectly healthy young woman, should she do anything, just bruise herself or get a slight cold, she was afraid she was going to die. She suffered from extreme hypochondria. Well, when I started to work on her, the, the energy in her base chakra was just like a black hole. It was just non-existent. It was almost like it was sucking energy out of her. So I asked her, what, what, could she tell me something about her birth, about the first year or so of her life? And uh, in that first year of her life, she lost her mother. And I think, I mean, if, if you connect this base chakra with the, the, the triangle of needs that Maslow brought, you know, in developmental psychology, the, the need for security, the need for stability is so important. This little baby had, had attached to its mother after birth and then lost her. And this was created, I mean, when I was able to say, this is what I think is going on with this hypochondria, it's just that this is how you felt when you were a baby because you lost your mother, um, she, she was very relieved because now it was in her consciousness, she was able to move forwards with it and help herself more. That's an example. So similar with the sacral chakra, uh, a young man um, grew up on a Greek island, um, playing in the sand with his friends. He'd got a Greek parent and an English parent, and, and they spoke Greek at home, and he played with his Greek friends, and then at seven or eight, he was sent off to an English boarding school to the horrible English climate, to losing all his friends, losing his family, and even losing his language. He had to become an English speaker much better than he was. So, so this was really affecting. His second chakra was completely numb. It was like... I couldn't get any energy moving there. But as we worked with this and as he recognized 
is it's like you have a happy child up to the age of seven or eight, and then this traumatized child, when when he went to boarding school, he was able to develop the things he'd loved as a younger child. He started to do lots of walking and going to the beach and things like that, and that um, helped him to, to start to heal and to love that wounded child. So these are these are the ways that we can work with these imbalances and bring compassion and love to the wounded parts of ourselves. Um, you were mentioning the um, imbalance between the solar and lunar channels. I mean, that's something that I think is very significant in the period the Western culture we're living in at the moment, because the, at the third chakra, where, where a young person is considering what kind of a life they're going to have, what kind of an adult they're going to become, where there's all this complex thinking. There are two streams to this. You, 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 get, um, you get one stream is very achievement-oriented, very aspirational. They want to become a success, so they, they, they drive us towards success. And on the lunar channel, that's the solar channel, the lunar channel, you get people who want to be in connection with other people. They want a career as a nurse or a teacher or they want to raise a family, or you know, they want, they want a life that's more about relationship and connection and helping and supporting other people. And we all have a solar, aspirational, individual, independent side and a lunar, relational, reflective side. And we need to bring these two sides of ourselves into balance. And one of the um, things that I think is happening in our society is there's too much of an emphasis at the moment on that aspirational achievement side and, and I think that we will find the only way forward for solving the problems in our world are, is developing from that to the heart chakra and bringing that aspirational side in balance with the relational connected side. And it links to the left and right hemispheres of the brain. There's a, there's a wonderful um, scientist called Ian McGilchrist who's written a book about the, the new discoveries about the left and right hemispheres. And the right hemisphere is our big picture hemisphere. And, the le and, and that's linked to that relational lunar side of us. And the left hemisphere is our detailed, thoughtful individual side and that's linked to that more achievement aspirational consciousness and we need both things he felt that the right brain needed to be the master and and the left brain that the servant the emissary that was the name of his book so so we can find ways of creating balance through understanding these these aspects of the psyche and through some of the modern research that's occurring so that's, that's an example of the, we, we do need to bring those two sides, lunar and solar, into balance. Um, mm -hmm. I, um, yes. I had a, sorry, yes? Well, you say I, that, I, uh, I, I, I was, sorry, yes, too. Okay, well, that, that really is a fascinating thing. I wanted to jump in more and maybe we'll cover a little bit in the next, the next segments, but, uh, Really a fascinating thing. If you link up all the chakras at much higher frequencies and they all work together, then we're aspiring towards what's often been called transfiguration or illumination. And I think that's yeah. really kind of, yeah. Yeah, we, we, I mean, to, we need to have a, 
We need to have an expanded heart that is able to compassionately take care of our inner animal. I mean, if we're going to change the ecological disasters, we do need to be in touch with our inner animals. If you look at most animals, they do know how to rest. And in our society, we kind of downplay rest. We don't need rest, but we do. Right. We need to be simple, instinctual yes. animals, and we need to take care of that part. And we need to yes. be happy, spontaneous children. We need a nice, happy inner child and a, a good, self-esteem, confident young adult in us. And then we're in a strong position to develop the the creative communicator, the creative thinker of the eye chakra, and eventually evolve to that non-dual consciousness. And we become much more powerful in, in what we give out to the world. Right, exactly. Well, folks, we're here today with Glenn Parkner, a fascinating book, Shocking. Glenn, please tell the audience where they can find much more about you, your book, and the work you're doing. Please go ahead. Well, yeah, thank you. Yes, I, I'm... I'm um, working as a chakra healing therapist and an Alexander teacher, and I train people in chakra healing therapy. Um, you can find out more about me on my website, which is um, https, you know, and then it's glenpark.uk. I'll spell it, G-L-E-N-P-A-R-K dot U-K. That's my website. And... Um, I do have a YouTube channel as well. You can look up Glen Park Chakra Healing Therapy, and some of my YouTube things will come up as well. Mm -hmm. Well, that is great. That is really fascinating. I'd like to thank you very much for being here. I'm sure our audience has enjoyed your comments and thoughts, and you can enjoy your book. I highly recommend folks to read her book. It really is a fascinating read. Glenn, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. It's been an honor having you. Thank you. It's been lovely to be here, and thank you for inviting me. Okay, well, thank you very much, and thank you for the great work you're doing to help the world and help so many people. Take care now, thank and God you. bless. And you too. Thank you. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love. And you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. 
Rock.com has the most coveted licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on Rock.com now. Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, is an astounding book on the new theory of mind. It is the first unified field theory that incorporates the influence of the mind and emotion on physical reality, the universe, and even other minds. It actually integrates all modern psychology with quantum physics, mathematics, Western, and Eastern spiritual beliefs. It's the true bridge between science and spirituality. Get your copy of Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, by Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Amazon.com. Radio your way. HealthyLife.net. Folks, welcome back. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We're just talking to Glenn Parkner, a fascinating book called Chakra Healing, which again, like I highly recommend. It's really a fascinating read, and it reads like a, a powerful integration of scientific and spiritual concepts put together. So she did what, what we would call a polymath analysis, where she studied many different fields and put it together. And it really is fascinating. For example, there's been recent studies we talked about in previous shows about the endocannabinoid system recently discovered by science which is has vast receptors throughout the body there's also been discovered a gut brain and a heart brain she talked about some 500 million receptors in the gut the heart also has many receptors which contact to the brain in fact the heart feeds both sides of the brain information throughout the day so the heart brain as it were is very powerful and as we develop that heart brain she was talking about it helps to integrate the functions of the lower chakras, as the three lower as well as the three higher chakras. Now, chakras, of course, are energy systems which pertain to the endocrine system. We've been talking about for thousands of years through various Sanskrit and Hindu writings about it's very important to open up these chakras or develop the energy of the chakras to raise their frequency. And one concept I think that really is fascinating and which will lead to great discoveries in the future is if you link up all these different chakras and increase their energy, increase their frequencies of functioning, they all begin to work in unison as a very powerful energy field, which then makes us, as she mentioned at the end, which then makes us much more powerful, much more loving beings, much more creative. So when you walk that higher path at all times of having high intentionality to do good, do the right thing, do good works, to help other people, and to protect them, defend them, to lift them up, then it has a powerful effect upon individuals and the world in general. There have been studies done where many people, like millions of folks around the world who belong to various metaphysical groups, will send out very positive energy, very loving energy to world leaders, to world situations, to try to help bring peaceful solutions to conflicts around the world. It's been documented in many, many situations, and this is kind of a hard thing to prove in a laboratory. Someday I think we'll be able to. And many folks have so-called psychic experiences, and she talked about that. Whereas she started to open her chakras and whatnot, she discovered that she was picking up people's thoughts much more readily. But you have to be careful because you might also at times pick up the negative thoughts of others. So you have to protect yourself. A lot of people talk about putting around yourself a very brilliant white light energy field so it bounces off or dissolves negative energy projected towards you or pressure projects towards you and bounces back to them, the power of reflectance. 
So there are many great discoveries coming down the road. There are many unknown functions of this energy field around us, and it's many layers around the body. You know that there's a lot happening there, and I think much more we discover. There's research done at MIT who also documented that energy fields are given off by the human body. Of course, the Heart Math Institute we mentioned. I met some of those folks at a convention called the SAN Convention in October of 2018. They've done a lot of great research about the heart is a very, very powerful energy field itself gives off electromagnetic field about three feet as measured within those frequency ranges. But I suspect that if we start measuring and learn how to measure much higher frequencies, you're going to find that it projects far further than that. I talked to the head of one of the Rosicrucian groups many years ago who was quite heavily then. I was very young then. I asked him what he thought the frequency of thought was. He said, well, we think it's at least over a million hertz and it seems to occur around the world instantaneously. So in various studies, for example, they have one person think something, say in America, and you might have a receptor in Australia picking up the thoughts, and if they're very clear projectors and receptors, the thoughts seem to transmit instantaneously. He said that it happens immediately. So how does it happen? Well, it goes beyond our usual concepts of time-space physics, certainly. We talked before about how the spiritual realm the usual laws of physics in the physical world do not pertain. It's a very different set of laws. So many discoveries are waiting for us in this field. Many fascinating things will come up. We're working on a new book in quantum field psychology talking about these concepts where we integrate these different energies of the chakras. When we mentioned seed sounds. That means there are certain sounds or intonations you can make which help to stimulate the chakras. Each chakra also has a certain color that pertains to it. If you read her book, you'll see those colors and the seed sounds, which you can use for meditation. She does work in those, do work in this really fascinating area. So it sounds like it's really kind of an alternative approach as opposed to standard psychology. It is in a sense, but on the other hand, I'd say modern-day psychology is moving much more in that direction. We're seeing that we are energy beings, we are energy entities, spiritual entities within these physical bodies, and it's a purpose of life, many believe, is to expand our consciousness, expand our understanding, so we evolve into a much higher state of being and that we can also transform this world into a much higher state where people do learn to live in love and peace and harmony. That's what has to happen because the world now is still ruled by tribal warfare, by tribal thinking. Many folks are involved in animosity, fighting each other and so forth. You understand they're all connected to each other by these energies. And the research done with the chakras, especially the Heart Math Institute, shows that as we give off energy, we do affect other people. So think about it in a relationship. Most folks are involved in some kind of relationship. You're involved with somebody and you make a habit of projecting love towards them at all times as best as possible. It's not always easy in a relationship because conflicts do come up. But the best you can, projecting love, pure energy towards them, strengthens that bond between you. So it's an actual physical energy bond. It's well said that a man and woman, for example, who are in harmony with each other, who are in sync with each other, and who visualize upon the same end result, the same intentionality to make a certain thing manifest, that it's a very, very powerful force upon Earth. There's a positive and negative poles work together in synchrony to make that force they project infinitely more powerful. Now, Glenn was talking about how if you integrate the left and right sides of the body, the energy systems, that the same thing happens. You have left and right, you have projective positives from the, the right to pingala, the left being the eye of the receptive. These lines up together and they work in synchrony, they become enormously powerful. 
And all this research, folks, ties into quantum field psychology. Of course, our book, Quantum Field Psych, is on Amazon. It was published in 2004. It gives a theory, a whole new theory of the mind, that the mind is an energy field. And all these other books substantiate that and give it credibility from different points of view, but they all link together. So Quantum Field Psych is on Amazon. Well, as our first book, Eight Days of Creative Power, How to Develop Your Inner Creative Abilities and Bring Those Forth in Your Life. Also, our book, The Inner Managers, a short course in mind development, which covers many principles as well. And then, of course, Quantum Field Psychology. And then another book we have is I Love You, God, How to Tap Into and Focus Upon Spiritual Concepts to Really Help Focus Your Thoughts and Emotions to Those Higher Levels. And our film, of course, The Endless Question, is a two-hour documentary on Amazon Prime. It's free. So check it out, folks. It's a two-hour documentary about this exploration to higher consciousness and how it all makes perfect sense. And it talks about quantum field psychology, how it is a unified field theory and a theory of everything because it incorporates consciousness and the concept of higher power linking all together. In any case, folks, check out those books and films. We'll be back next week with more great guests to talk about these fascinating ideas. So please stick with us. And also check out Healthy Life Net. A lot of great shows on there. A lot of great folks presenting information. A friend of mine, Dr. Rod Fuentes, has his, now, his new show on there. He's on our show before, but the evening Cody has his new show on. So check that out. So, folks, hang in there. Please come back next week and hear more. Dr. Ron Dan with Mind Shock signing off. Take care and God bless.